0: See, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor.
1: So what am I here for? The color? The color? so fun. They have each other's
2: bags and is and in in a in Georgia town. On a show about berries In, town. in the of love the more than
1: Oh, impatient.
0: You told me to look for you, so I looked for you, and then I called you.
1: Yeah, no, but see, okay, I said, well, for one, it is not our usual time, so I, I was trying to to rush to get um, this all done as far as putting in my notes for today's uh I recording. Done
0: any notes. What? I knew you had no notes when I first logged off. Of
1: I know because you decided by yourself that we were recording early. You're like, we're recording at six. I was like, okay. That's not
0: true. I said, what time were we recording? You said the earliest you could do it is six oh five. No, it's yeah. okay,
1: six. Right. And so it is now like five fifty six. Yes. You called me at 555. So
0: You just called me and told me to get on Skype.
1: I did, but I accepted your invitation on Skype and then I was like, "Oh, cool. I've got a couple more minutes. I'll start the call then." But you didn't no. You tell me that. <sighs> anyway, you go ahead. You you do the intro.
0: <laughs> well, welcome uh, back to what what the hell are we? We're in the stack <laughs> uh with Barry
1: and Latoya.
0: Yeah. And you can tell the professionalism, I think, has gone up significantly. Right. uh, Of course. Since our 100th episode. (laughs) So this is actually episode 101, right? Yep, it is. Yeah. So um, I I noticed earlier today I had a lot of things to talk about. And up until 20 seconds ago, you had nothing to talk about. Right. And again, because you took away my
1: prep time and it's been a very busy day, I don't get breaks like you do.
0: So oh, please.
1: I did not have a chance to to put down what it is that I
0: was going to talk I about. I actually did my most of my things yesterday.
1: Whatever. Last
0: night, mm-hmm. while T'Challa was here, right, I was on my phone updating this thing in Drive. Okay. Yeah, because you know the show's important to me.
1: Okay. Uh huh. It's obviously <laughs> not important to me at all. That's
0: right. Okay. So um, I guess I'll kick us off. Um, uh, first of all, uh, you know I, I'm going to go slightly out of order. All right. Okay. So the other day I came home and there was a package from Amazon. And normally, you know, there there was a time in my life when I would just order stuff left and right from Amazon. Right? Boxes would just come every day, mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, I don't know what that is, right? Or I don't even remember ordering that, right? right. But uh, now. You know, things don't come from Amazon generally that I'm not expecting.
1: Right, right, right. So there's a
0: box there, and I'm like, what the hell? Because I know I haven't ordered anything, <laughs> right? And uh, so I opened it up, right? And it was a, a Prince um, autobiography, right? The beautiful ones. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was like, oh, this is cool. But again, I, I know I didn't order this. and uh, But there was a note in there, right, that said it was a uh, happy birthday, right, uh, from my bottom bitch. Right. And um, you know, I, I don't know. Should we explain what bottom bitch is means, or should we just? Sure, you it? may as well. You may as well. <laughs> so Latoya is my bottom bitch. Right? <laughs> um. So basically, you know, it comes from an episode of South Park. Yes. Where uh, one of the characters becomes, without really realizing what it is at first, he becomes a pimp. Right, and it's quickly explained to him that you know you're. Your closest bitch, right, is the bottom bitch,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because she sits on her bottom, right, and tells the other bitches what to do, <laughs> right? She's not laying on her back or doing anything like that, right? She's, right. She's sitting on her ass. Exactly. Right? And so, you know, it was quickly established. I think you established it, right, that you were my bottom bitch.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course, I'm the alpha anyway, so of course I said that I was. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, so ever since then, you know, it's been kind of a thing. So, yeah, I, I liked the uh, the thing, you know, that you sent me. It said, you know, it's from my bottom bitch and stuff. And so I've got it on the, the refrigerator. Oh, um, the note. <laughs> yeah, the note, yeah. So I'll take a picture and post it on, uh, you know, our, our Facebook page. Okay. But uh, well, I do appreciate the book. You know, I love Prince. Yes. It's funny that you sent it because um, I play Prince a lot at school. Mm-hmm. And – um. You know, the kids are always like, oh, they like Michael better. And I'm like, you know, Michael is like, <sighs> you know, it makes sense, people who would like Michael. Because Michael is really cool to listen to in the mall. Well, I was like, going go to say, Michael's more
1: mainstream. Like, yeah, he's more, exactly. uh, yeah, more pop acceptable kind right. of thing.
0: Prince is more eclectic. Yes. More artistic. Mm-hmm. Right. More talented. Um, okay, I, no, I'm weird. And, uh, and some, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because Prince releases songs and like Prince does every single thing on that song. Right. All the instruments, you know, he writes songs, hits songs for other people. Right? How many songs did Michael write for other people?
1: I get right, it. But, I get but it. Off
0: the top of my head, Prince had, you know, What if God was one of us? That's mm-hmm. Prince. Right? Manic Monday? That's Prince. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh Nothing Compares to You. Right. Prince. Right? So I mean, he's written lots of songs for other people, right? Not to mention, uh, you know, Jungle Love and, uh, you know, a- anything by Morris Day in the Time. Anyway, so I appreciate the book, mm-hmm. right? So I have not read it yet. It's in my uh, to-read stack because I'm in the middle of reading something. But, um, but I did flip through it. Lots of sexy pictures of Prince. <laughs> um, I think if I were an effeminate short black man. Okay. I would, I would want to be Prince. Um the coolest thing about Prince and I always heard this was that you know he's one of the only dudes on the planet earth who could enter the club wearing four inch high heels, right? Mm-hmm. A, like a a, a leather pantsuit suit kind of outfit, right? A fur boa around his neck, dangly earrings and <laughs> makeup, and he would steal your bitch.
1: Yes, I, I completely agree with that.
0: Yeah. And um, yeah, there's, there's something about Prince. Prince sexy, you know? Prince, the well, way he moves, everything. You know? <laughs> and, and Michael, you know, I like Michael. You're like fangirling, drooling over Prince. This is awesome. But, you know, Michael is I, – look. I like Michael, but I don't see how anybody could look at Michael and get turned on.
1: Well, I me, mean, but that's not, that's not what Michael was there for. Right? right.
0: And, but, you know, people always compare them, right? And Prince, though, Prince is like just pure sex.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I'm saying I wouldn't compare them uh, yeah. because they really are too, se- I mean, it's, yeah, com- apples and oranges. Yes. They're to both me, legends in their own right. I'm just saying that as far as mainstream, it was Michael because he had more fairly. socially poppy, whatever songs that people heard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he didn't do any, you know, he did Dirty Diana, right, mm-hmm. which is, like, dirty for him, right? Let me trust you. Trust me. You know, if you, I don't know how deep you dove into Prince's, you know. <laughs> no, not very I'm, I'm
1: on the periphery because I know his yeah. stuff can get really nasty. Oh, very, very, very <laughs> much
0: Right? I mean, just darling Nikki on Purple Rain, you know? hmm I walked into a hotel lobby, called her masturbating with a magazine. Right? Yeah, so
1: we know where this show is going it started yeah. early mm-hmm.
0: but yeah print's awesome I love print. <laughs> so i appreciate the book i'm sure i'm going to enjoy it i'm sure i will have stories to share on the show okay um, but it'll probably be at least a couple of weeks before I get to it.
1: So I sent it to you early, obviously. Your birthday isn't until next week. And Thanks, I just happened to be in Amazon at the time, and I was like, it, I'd gotten you know, the little reminder emails from Amazon that, oh, you know, such and such's birthday is, is in a week or two or whatever. So yeah. I was like, I may as well do this now, because chances are I will forget. On top of that, I wanted to do, the, do it while there was still money in my account. Because <laughs> so, I have not balanced my uh, reconciled my personal accounts in maybe two months, so I just wanted to make sure that you had your your birthday gift.
0: Yeah, and you know, I I don't know I probably I don't know how many gifts I'll get gift this year. <laughs> um, you know, my mom. I know my mom gives me shoes for my birthday every mm-hmm. year. So I, yeah, I know your she's new already, shoes for the year. Yeah, she's already bought <laughs> my shoes. I know that she has them. Um t'challa will be coming over you know if his mommy you know bought something for me for him then uh there'll be something okay um, and uh that's you know then you that's pretty much it uh you know it sounds, sounds really sad when i put it that way but anyway um <laughs> there's, there's really nobody else to give me anything uh
1: well, I mean, you may get yeah. something from coworkers or something, right?
0: Uh, no, we don't usually do that kind of thing. We, For a while, we were doing this thing where we would all chip in and, you know, every, you'd get a cake every time it was somebody's birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we haven't. We don't really do that anymore. Um, so, yeah, some of the kids actually know that it's my birthday on Monday. Yeah. Um, I don't know why? They, they they're like, oh yeah, Monday we're gonna have a party and stuff. And I'm like, not unless, not unless y'all plan something. I <laughs> know, not not at my expense. Yeah, so. Mr. E's not not having a party. Um, so I don't know, but yeah. Hmm, okay. Uh, in other news, I broke up a fight.
1: Did you really? Yeah. And I'm assuming this is at school.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. And um, so I had bus duty last week. Which typically means that from three fifteen to three forty five, I stand outside next to the buses and just make sure that nobody does anything too stupid.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, generally, it's like every now and then saying, "Hey, let's watch the language," or something like that. And um, these two guys earlier in the week, I had had to break them up. They were like play fighting, right? They're like kicking and punching, yeah, they were yeah, laughing. Yeah. You know, they're you know just being stupid boys. And um, so I had to break that up. But then on uh, Friday of last week. Um, I think it started out that way again, and then I think somebody, you know, uh, took one too hard to punch the head, and you know that kind of thing. Ah. And so, so they started like hitting each other in the head, and um, and I was like, "Hey, hey, break it up, break it up!" Right? And of course, mm-hmm. they didn't listen to me. Of course and not. And I actually, I actually, I, I I remembered this. I was walking towards them. and I actually was like, "Oh, god, damn it!" Right? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they always tell you to not get involved, right? Just let them wail on each other or whatever. Right. And, and a lot of teachers will say that they do that, but every time it ever happens, you know, most teachers try to break it up. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I, I got over there and, um, and I always, I, I knew I did not want to get hit in the face. Right. Cause this is, this is, you know, my moneymaker basically. And, um, so I didn't want to get hit in the face and I didn't want them to damage my damn glasses. <laughs> right because i've had to buy like two pay. it feels like 10 pair this year yeah but and uh so i went over there and i like stuck my arm in between them right both arms and um and i was like break it up break it up and i was like trying to push them apart and they're like hitting each other in the head right over because they're taller than, they're bigger than me mm-hmm. right and um so i've got like my head turned completely away from them right
2: <laughs> my arm's stuck
0: in the middle, right because their fists are going everywhere, right? Right. I
2: no, I, I understand. Right?
0: And so it's am like right up, right up, you know. And um, then like one of the coaches runs over and grabs one of them and pulls them that way. And then um, one of the administrators comes over and grabs the other one and pulls them apart. And they're like, you know, thank you, Miss Reese. Thank you, Miss Reese. And um, oh then I was like, hey, you know, just another day at the office,
1: right? So I'm assuming but, uh, they they're probably going to be in like ISS or something.
0: Uh, for a fight, they get um, OSS, which is out-of-school suspension.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: Usually three days, sometimes five. I don't know how much they got. Um, they were not students I had ever taught or were familiar with. If I had to guess, I would think they were ninth or maybe tenth graders. Okay. Um, I mean, again, they were bigger than me, but they looked young, you know. Um, so, yeah, yeah, and that's the first time I've actually had to physically get into a fight. Um, Other times, there have been fights going on, and I would, like, yell, and they would stop. <laughs> right? Or um, occasionally, like in the lunchroom, when a fight breaks out, everybody you know, the whole lunchroom, like, converges on the scene, Mm -hmm. and I, you know, I never try to get into that.
1: It's funny um, that you mentioned this. I don't know why I started to immediately think about something I was watching last night, but I, you know, I do like sports documentaries, and I'm a fan of real sports with Bryant Gumbel. So last night I was watching an episode, and they did a feature piece on the Michael Vick dog fight dog fighting um stuff it was just again a follow-up it happened a couple <laughs> like a decade uh, or so ago well no I mean you're talking about just in terms of the fighting and having to pull right, them apart okay. and I, I I was just it just reminded me of it not not to infer anything else but I was just thinking about for one how long ago it was You know, I was like, it almost doesn't feel like it was that long ago. Uh, They, I had to watch it by not watching it. So I just listened to it because some of what they were showing was very graphic. And I even during the piece started crying and I'm not an animal person. I'm just a, you know, a humane person. And so seeing anything hurt really bothers me more than most people would probably guess. So they talked about... um, I think the reason why I also thought about this besides the fighting aspect is because they had said that the general school of thought with the Humane Society and stuff was, or even the ASPCA, was that when dogs are turned into fighting dogs, Mm -hmm. that typically the most humane thing to do is to put them down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the Vic situation, or they would call them, I think it was like the Vic, uh, the Vic dogs. Uh, which they now call victory dogs. There were, I think, about 50 of them. Um, Different organizations reached out to the state of Georgia and said, look, don't put them down. You know, we can take them, we'll take them, we'll rehab them. And so the Vic case actually was kind of a turning point because now the thinking um, or just the general acceptance is that when these dogs um, are are basically removed from that environment that they can be re, uh, rehabilitated. So in that particular case, they only had to, like at the um, onset, they had to put down one dog, one that I guess they were like, yeah, this is, it was not going to happen. The dog was just, you know, wired incorrectly. Uh, they would not be able to rewire him. However, with the others, they went to different organizations. Some of them didn't even really make it there because of how poor their health were was and then um with the vast majority of them though that they got uh, adopted and so there's even there was i think a i don't know if it was a national geographic or something uh, documentary that also featured it and stuff like that so i was just thinking about you know it's interesting that as time goes by the generally accepted thing may not in fact be so so like I was thinking when you're like oh well did they I I just thought oh they got ISS and you're like no OSS so I'm thinking oh well they'll just rehab them (laughs) inside the school setting (laughs) rather than so that was kind of where my brain went I apologize I realized that it really didn't make a lot of sense but it made me think about it a a little bit more it seemed like I
0: don't know slightly (laughs) offensive.
1: I didn't mean but I did (laughs) i didn't even i didn't mean it that way
0: this reminds me of those dog (laughs) fights
1: i know it's so terrible i did not mean it in that way quite honestly so um they didn't have to put none of them down did they (laughs) i know really (laughs) i'm terrible i get it so I did want to say that I do have good news. So I granted that my, I guess, the things that I filled in for tonight's show is very sparse because you made me record early. But the big news is that Miles and Gwen got married. So I have officially a new sister. Yay. Yay. Uh, So it's very exciting because uh, she and I get along very well. We're in contact with each other every day, which is really cool. So usually she'll send me my like good morning texts and we'll, you know, text or call each other in the day. Mm. And so, yeah, it was exciting. It was a really great uh, event. It was really small intentionally because they're getting married. They got married now and it was just you know immediate family that were that were in attendance or that even knew about it to be honest so it's not general knowledge but they are going to be doing like the big ceremony thing in in may that's the plan so so yeah but i'm that's excited awesome. yeah it was it's I'm, I'm happy i'm happy for both my brother of course and certainly very happy for
0: gwen as well now how long do they date before they get engaged
1: Hmm, I think it was several months, but there's more backstory to that. They knew each other from years ago. They'd been friends all that time, and then, you know, they lost touch during a period. But when they got back together, it was, you know, it was kind of just the frickin' frat kind of thing. Like, yeah, it was meant to be them all along, you know? So that's why it's like, I think the minute they got to get back together, uh, it basically was like you know when are we getting married so uh so yeah I mean again I'm really excited I'm very very happy and it's it's going well for me being a little bit more social (laughs) so so yeah
0: did it make you want to settle down and get married or
1: (laughs) it made me think about it yeah (laughs) so so yeah um and then also, so that that happened this past weekend. This week is white chocolate. My my uh, nephew's last high school game. Of course, he's a section leader in um, in marching band. He plays the quints, and it is so weird to me because I knew him, of course, from the time that I think he was like five or six, and for him to be uh, graduating from high school coming up it's just I mean it's ridiculous he towers over um, me in terms of his height at this point he's even (laughs) he's even taller than Miles which I think is Uh, hilarious so it's exciting myself and Gwen are gonna go to the game on Friday tomorrow sure and (laughs) and um, I'm a little bit torn because the Rams, Newton County, they're playing my alma mater, which is you know Rockdale High School. So I'm like, oof. Oh. And I was like, I, you know, I'm 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 a RCHS Bulldog, always will be. But you know, I guess I got to put that aside tomorrow, since <laughs> since I'm there to support my uh, my nephew. Because there was a part of me that was so tempted to be like, oh, I should totally pull out my Letterman's jacket. But that probably wouldn't be cool if I'm sitting in their section. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So, yeah. I don't want to be the um, odd person out. Well,
0: that's cool, though.
1: Yeah. Excited (laughs) about it. I'm not looking forward to how cold it's going to be tomorrow. So, you know, I generally stay inside. Yeah. So I'm you know I'm generally inside so now I'm like gosh I'm going to have to put cuz I think when the game starts it's supposed to be maybe around 60 something degrees but by the time it ends it's going to drop to like 40 something mm-hmm. so I'm like okay I'm going to have to wear some thermals I'm going to have to make sure that like I have a beanie on and all that stuff to just keep warm cuz I just yeah I can't do cold weather It's so much easier with hot weather weather you know obviously yeah. But with cold, you know, and the fact that it's going to be such a drastic, almost, you know, 20 degree difference between start time and end time. So, right. yeah. But, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, though. I, you know, definitely going to be there to support him.
0: Well, cool. All right. Now, is he going to do anything musically when he goes to college?
1: He's thinking about it. He right now actually plays uh, for the Atlanta Hawks.
0: Yeah, yeah, you mentioned that.
1: Right, and so he's thinking that maybe that's all he'll do, uh, and not necessarily pursue music in college, you know, do something in, like, computer technology or something like that. But he recently threw out the idea of going into the military, which I'm like, huh? Wow. Yeah, like, (laughs) I didn't know that was something he thought about at any point, so I'm wondering if it's because his best friend is in the military, so, you know, maybe, but... You know, if he if he does that, I'm certainly going to support him regardless of what he decides.
0: Well, I mean, you know, they certainly pay well and take care of their people. When you
1: get paid on that, time, Is that yes. whole you know
0: being told what to do all the time and then potentially dying? That's the stuff that kind of kept me out.
1: (laughs) I wanted to be in the military. I mean, I was in ROTC in high school. um, So I was in Marine Corps ROTC. So MCJROTC. And then when I went to Georgia Military College, I was in ROTC. And that one was more Army flavored ROTC. And I think that had I not maybe gotten married, it would have been something that I thought about a little bit more because my yeah. father was in the military. I know that had I gone in, I would probably do the air force. Uh, but yeah, I mean that, 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 it, there a part of me that feels like, Oh man, I might've missed something that I might've been good at, <laughs> but it certainly would have been nice to look forward to that pension. <laughs>
2: right, right.
1: Because you know, people I went to school with at GMC, the fact that they've been in now for, you know, almost 20 years <laughs> is is just insane to me. So yeah. So yeah, but I mean whatever he decides, I'm cool with. You know, especially if his if his job is not something that's in that's going to put him on the front lines kind of thing. I think he said that his best friend is a cook or something. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, I think people often forget that there are a plethora of jobs <laughs> within the military that don't in- involve you being on the front lines. So, true. What are you doing?
0: Nothing.
1: Sound like you're clicking something, or
0: I was scrolling up and down on our little uh, agenda. Oh, boo. <laughs> so,
1: you are so using I, your headset, watched... right? Huh? You are using your headset, or are you just talking to the computer?
0: I have a headset on.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Just making sure.
0: Yeah. So I am watching several things on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I've finished, well, I've finished Veronica Mars as far as I can go right now. Um, I've watched three seasons um, and watched the movie. And so now I'm reading the two novels that are set prior to season four.
1: So and- you're like, like full-on geeking out that show because, I mean, I would just watch the – the the seasons and the movie and be done with
0: it. <laughs> well, you know I do enjoy reading, and uh, so <laughs> I was actually kind of looking forward to this. Uh, and so I've enjoyed the book um, so far. I'm still in the first book of the two,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, and uh, and it feels it's written, of course, by the showrunner. Oh, okay, but uh, it feels very much like the show. I mean, it starts two two months after the movie, and uh, definitely picks up from right there. Um, I'd say so far, I think season three was not as good as the first two. Okay. But it, it was on a different, um, it, it was shorter than the others. Season mm-hmm. one and season two had like a, a major mystery that kind of was kind of ongoing through the whole season. Mm-hmm. And then there were like smaller mystery of the weeks. Um, but season three kind of wasn't quite like that. It was more like three mini Arcs okay. In it. And, um, some of them just didn't work as well for me. Um, in season three, plus they go off to college. And so there was a lot less of her best friend, uh, Wallace and I missed him. Okay. He's there at college. He's just not in it as much. And, um, several characters who were there in high school didn't come with them to college. right? Know? And, um, there was a lot less Weevil, uh, who was a, a character I liked a lot. Um, it, I don't know. It, it just was not as good. It wasn't bad. It was just not as good. Um, so, like, in season one, it took a little while for it to get going. Mm-hmm. I'd say season one, like, on a scale of one to ten, I'd give it, like, a six and a half, seven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Then I'd give season two, like, an eight or a nine. And then I'd give season three, like, a six. Okay. Um the movie was pretty good. Um, I didn't enjoy the movie. Cause they just um,
1: made that recently, right? A
0: couple of years ago. Um, I think the movie came out in like 2014, 2015. I mean, that's still recent, right? Oh uh, yeah, I guess so. But, um, and it was the one that was crowdfunded.
1: Right, right. I do remember That'd that.
0: Be, yeah, would make it. yeah. Yeah.
1: 2014.
0: Yeah. But it was, it was good. Um, they killed off a, a, another character in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't say a major character, but he'd been around for a long time. But um, it was good. I liked it. Um, There were a few things they did that were, you know, interesting. Um, Since it was several years since the end of season three, um, they didn't really address it. When they finished season three, you could tell they thought there was going to be a season four. Mm -hmm. Because there were several things that, like, ended, like, cliffhanger type. And then when they brought back the movie, I guess they... They only picked up on what they felt were the biggest things.
1: Okay, because so, I mean they didn't anticipate getting a season four, which they ended up getting right after the right. No, right. after
0: the movie, they thought you know this is probably gonna be it, and so the movie kind of ends on a a note of you know, and then she goes off to have more adventures, Mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Um, but it was good; I liked it, and so now I'm in the movie, in the books. Okay. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I've
1: been well. It's funny because you, you're, of course, watching Kristen Bell in that. I'm watching her uh, in her la, in the last season of of The Good Place. I've enjoyed it from the beginning, and so I've been actually binging that because I let quite a few of them pile up on the on the DVR, and so I was watching that last
0: night, getting all caught up. Gotcha. Well, since I can't watch Veronica Mars right now, <laughs> um, I you know I'm still watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yes, but I don't want to watch that. Like, it's a comedy series, and I just don't like. I don't like binging like ten episodes of like a, a sitcom. It just, I don't know. It stops being funny after like a little while. Um, <laughs> so I watch like a couple of episodes a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I've been trying to fill the gap because now it's like I was splitting time between that and Veronica Mars. So I'm watching a couple other things. One of them, um, T'Challa and I are watching. It's called Daybreak. Um, Who's in that? It's on Netflix. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Nobody I recognize. <laughs> okay. But it's really good. It's um, after the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And basically some sort of biological bombs went off. We don't know how or why. And um, most of the adults... Oh, well, I tell you Matthew Broderick is in
1: Okay, I was about to say. <laughs> he, plays the,
0: he plays the principal. Okay, so funny. yeah, I he's see that he's, he's in there. Team. I don't yeah.
1: recognize anyone else.
0: Oh, then the girl who plays Sam, who's the, the main love interest... She seems so familiar, but I can't remember where I've seen her, and I haven't cared enough to go look. Is
1: but she anyway, the blonde or the brunette?
0: She's blonde.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'm just looking because I'm not sure. She's best known for her roles as Skyheart on the Disney Channel musical series The Lodge. No, I've never and, seen that. Okay. So, I yeah, I don't know.
0: Okay. Maybe she just looks like other blondes in Hollywood. That but, must um, be it. It, it's, most of the adults were turned into, like, these zombie types called ghoulies. Okay. Um, and also, all the teenagers are basically running things. And they're still in their, like, high school cliques. hmm So, like, all the jocks have come together, right? And the football team is, like, at the top of this pyramid, and they're overseeing the lesser jocks, you know, like the golf team. hmm And it's um, <laughs> stuff like this. And then there's, um, you know, all this the uh, the... STEM nerds, mm-hmm. they're all together doing things. The cheerleaders have like come together as like cheer, cheer Amazons. Oh, okay. They, they wear like you know, they're still in cheerleader skirts, but they're they look like something you know. They're like cheerleaders from the Road Warrior. Got it. And um and they they don't have any men in their thing because men suck, right? Right. And, um, there's all this other stuff. And um, our main character uh, was in love with Sam. This girl, he's almost too perfect um but she's gone missing and so he's decided that he's going to track her down and find her and he's teamed up with this um this guy who was a real jerk in high school but now he's become basically a samurai and um <laughs> literally and, uh, and he's like you know he's going to try to make amends for all the things that he has done in the past and um and then there's this young girl who likes setting things on fire,
1: mm-hmm. and um,
0: and it, it's really really good. I mean, there's cannibalism and stuff, uh, but it's a comic. <laughs>
1: it's really good because it has yeah. cannibalism, yeah. And
0: <laughs> and, uh, and uh, T'Challa really likes it. Although he got he got very 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 upset at a scene in uh, one of the previous episodes, and I was like, should I turn this off? Because I mean, he was like about to like lose it. And you're oh, like, no, man. no, no, okay. And they like went to you know, so he's very very uh, um. Emotional, mm. I guess, about his, his fictional characters. <laughs> um, but it is a really good show. Uh, and then the last thing I've been watching is called "Looking for Alaska." Okay. And there's only five episodes of it, um, but I've only watched two. So is and it a I,
1: limited series or yes. uh, okay?
0: Yeah, it's all based on a novel, um, and I really like it. But I can't, I, you know, I watched there's like a good week. In between me watching the first episode and the second episode, what you had to after, digest it. It was well after more... I watched the second one. I'm not. I am hesitant to watch the third. It's just really good, but it's like the definition of bittersweet. Okay. Um, I'm looking it up because I'm like, hmm. All right. I mean, I love all the characters. Um, it's a very, very deep show. Um, but it's just it's so spot on in terms of like. The awkwardness that kind of comes with that age, the yearning, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, just the social interactions and, you know, just how embarrassing.
1: So just uh, very much a coming of age uh, movie or book, really. Yeah. So it looks like it's a Hulu series. Okay, well,
0: then I'm not watching it.
1: (laughs) I don't have Hulu.
0: (laughs) You should. I mean, Hulu's got a lot of great stuff on it, but well, I mean, um, you
1: could always share your Hulu with me. Do you get users?
0: Um, I get one. Oh, and that's I, so bootleg. I, I share that with um, T'Challa. Yeah, he watched, that's fine. On his, his uh, two like, you know, Hulu is bootleg. <laughs> they give you more than that if you pay for it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, even but, with like Netflix and stuff, you get it. What is it? You have five total.
0: Five. Yeah, and that's so yeah. That's Hulu weird. Hulu only allows you the, the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you want more, you have to pay for their, what they call it, their live TV service, mm-hmm. which would mean I'd go from paying like $14 a month to like 50. What? Uh, because I would, I would be, I would have the availability to watch quote unquote live TV. Right. But that comes with, you know, all these, you get like five users.
1: That makes, uh, it, that's a whole bunch of money.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, nah,
1: wow. Yeah. I did not so, realize it was that expensive for yeah. for Hulu. Oh, okay. I'm looking now. Yeah. <laughs> Hulu okay. plus live TV, 44.99 dollars yeah, per month. Yeah. So this is basically for people who are like, I'm not getting cable. And so right. this and is I have to make Fubo. up for.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. I have Fubo so I can watch some live TV. Um, and I like that just fine. Anyway. Um, but Looking for Alaska is very, very good. Um, it's very sweet. Yeah. Um,
1: Well, speaking of the the streaming services again, I I think it's kind of interesting because as I was watching stuff last night, like I usually have to force myself to look at the DVR. So because just by habit, when I turn on the TV, it's a smart TV anyway. It you know has all the apps pop up, so I've got you know I have them organized in the way I like. So of course there's you know Netflix and um, Amazon Prime and stuff, PBS, but I'm finding that I only watch cable. When things have have been backed up enough on there so that I have several episodes, I watch it like I'm watching something on Netflix. so <laughs> I'm like, there's almost no point for me having <laughs> regular television because I never really watch anything in real time. you know it can um, it can be weeks or even honestly months in some cases before I even get to it
0: yeah <clears throat> well for me i watch I still watch some live sports. Yes, sports is the only
1: one that we'll do live. Yeah.
0: And then um, some things like, um, you know, if it's like Big Brother or some sort of reality show where I don't want to wait a whole year or have spoilers or anything Mm -hmm. like that, I watch those. Um, And then sometimes with with T'Challa over here, there's some shows he likes that we'll watch live if he's here. Um, Like he really loves South Park. So like last night we watched the season finale live
1: gosh that, so. that show's been on for so long i remember when it came out oh my gosh i feel old <laughs>
0: yeah
1: <laughs> it's like the simpsons it's like oh my gosh i was a child when this came out so you know it's always interesting the shows that are still on because yeah. they're they're few and far between i mean oh, really yeah. i mean you say south park yeah that's one simpsons that's one what else is on that's Family been on? Yeah, that that's true. Um, outside of, like, Sesame Street and stuff, you know, generally speaking, shows don't, well, oh, and of course, Law & Order, but generally uh, well, speaking, yeah, sure. shows don't go on for that long, so,
0: hmm. Yeah, as a matter of fact, when I visited my mom uh, this afternoon, she was watching Law & Order. Um, I, I think used, it was Law & Order TMI or something, I don't no, know which No, there's no TMI,
1: there's only CI, which is Criminal <laughs> Intent, that one had Vincent D'Onofrio in it.
0: This there is the one is, with like the I don't know the skinny dude who kind of looks like maybe he would be in a mob movie. The
1: skinny dude that was. Would... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's CI. That one ended uh-huh. several years ago. SVU is the one that's still. I'm on. thinking
0: of Law and Order.
1: I'm talking about Law and Order. Okay. Law and Order, order Criminal Intent. I get Law intent. and Order
0: in like those CSI yeah, uh, and the CSI thing. Yeah. There's Law and SV. Order. What is it? What's the one with the. What is we're, the one that Mark Harmon was in?
1: That's NCIS, and that's still on.
0: See, I just don't. I, all these, I don't watch any of them. I used to watch
1: that one. I think I watched like eight seasons, and then ended up stopping. But, but yeah, I mean, the, I, I know we're naming seem to be able to list off quite a few that are still on for for a good chunk of time. But I mean, you've got to think about it. In but, these yeah. cases, they're huge franchises. Uh, yeah. NCIS rolled off of uh, JAG. I know I didn't watch JAG at the time when it was out but the, it it was a spin-off of JAG. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't
0: realize that NCIS was a spin-off yep. of something else.
1: Yep. And then of course there's a spin-off off of NCIS. <laughs> so, I think that no, there's two, right? There's New Orleans and then there was I think another one. I I'd never watched any when of there the When they there one of in Miami
0: or is that a CSI? I don't That's know. CSI.
1: Cuz there was CSI tell. Miami and New York. <laughs> All right. New York was short lived. That one I had that one was the one with Gary Sinise. I did not watch that one. I don't. I I just wasn't a fan of it. But, but yeah. Right. So so yeah. TV watching is like I'm thinking. I think for me it's still cost effective to to subscribe as I do because all of my stuff is bundled. So like even looking at Hulu for $44 a month, I'm like not for just that. You know, I'm like I pay let's just say maybe slightly under $200 a month, but that includes my internet, the TV as well as my home security. So, you know, yeah. But I, I, I am starting to really feel that shift because I'd much rather just go to the app and start playing the shows I want. And so, again, it's just weird to like, oh, let me go to the TV. Let me pull it up on the DVR. Let me see what it is that I missed. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah.
0: And once again, I think you didn't see a movie this week.
1: No, but you didn't see anything.
0: Oh, no, but that's, you know. That's I know, it's me. a trend. It's the, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like every week, it's like, you didn't see a movie.
1: I know. it's It's been bad. I mean, I still pay every month my 20-whatever 20 dollars, $21 and some change to subscribe to AMC's A-List. But it's been busy. I mean, obviously with the the wedding and all that other stuff there was just stuff going on and usually what happens is if we have some sort of event going on in the week so like we knew friday we're going like this friday we're going to white chocolates game it's like yeah we can do without the movie because we had other stuff to do so it wasn't it wasn't a huge deal but um the plan is next week to return to normal because they're starting to now be movies that i definitely want to see so i want to hopefully see either last christmas or playing with fire next week
0: now last christmas is the one with emilia clark yes. right mm-hmm. okay and then and i like her
1: i love her and then i mean i of course like her co-star in this one because what's his name Henry Golding, yeah, he was in Crazy Rich Asians, and like when I saw him in that, I was like, "Oh my god, I want to have your children." He was so, <laughs> so hot, and so yeah, he's the um, the second lead in that
0: movie. Last and I, Christmas, it it doesn't look like anything I'd want to see in the theater though.
1: Really? No, I. Well, it I, looks like a it looks like a
0: big budget Hallmark movie. Hmm, no,
1: I wouldn't put it as a Hallmark. Um, I, I'm not a, usually a fan of Hallmark movies, oh. actually. Uh, yeah, so. and I never watch them. But... <laughs> uh, but Emma Thompson's also in there, and uh, Michelle Yo. What is it? Yo, she, she was yeah. in Crouching Tiger. She's usually in any of the Asian movies, so she was in C- Crazy Rich Asians. Um, so that one, I'm I do want to see. And what then is a f- Playing with Fire. Playing with Fire is the new one with um, John Cena. <laughs>
0: Oh, God, that yes. one. Yes, because oh, it has yeah.
1: Keegan-Michael Key in
0: there. Oh, so, yeah, so T'Challa and I have, we see, we've seen the trailer for that a few times. Yeah. And he, every time, he goes on and on about how awful that movie looks, And he says, you know, he actually said, and this is going to sound so funny since I just made fun of Last Christmas as a Hallmark movie. We were in the theater, <laughs> and he says, you know, this this reminds me of, like, those movies they show on Nickelodeon.
1: Oh, my and I gosh.
0: Said, I said, like, they're original movies? He says, yeah. He said, "Except this one has like John Cena in it, and I said, yeah I said that's probably why it's in the theater." And uh, he said, "Yeah, this is like one of those those movies."
1: No, I'm looking forward to it. Like I think about <laughs> it, as kind of like awful. Well, like past what is it? Was it Pacifier that had Vin Diesel in it? And there's like the Tooth Fairy that had um, the Rock in it. Uh, it's just those. I mean, you want to go? You go to this kind of movie just because you want to kind of chill out and laugh not because it's some high caliber or whatever, right. but both of the movies open on the same day so they open wow. tomorrow both of them open tomorrow so we'll see whichever one the the time you know whichever time is most appropriate for us to go see so um yeah, I'm looking forward to those two and again i'm not I don't want it to be something that I have to think about or that I carry with me after I don't think the movie I worry about that <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, um,
0: I might actually see a good movie. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm torn though between. Um, I kind of want Doctor Sleep is coming out. which, you know, is the yes. sequel to The Shining. Yeah. Not interested. And um, I, I'm a, you know, I love the book The Shining. It's one of my favorite Stephen King books. And um, and I like um, I like the Kubrick version, of the film. Mm-hmm. Even though I know Stephen King didn't. And it's very different, of course, from the novel, but it's still a wonderful movie. And I even liked the um, the miniseries version they did in the 90s that was very much like the book. They had Rebecca De Mornay mm-hmm. and uh, that guy from Wings whose name I never remember. Anyway. Okay,
1: I think I know who you're talking about, though.
0: Yeah, they were in that one. And it was pretty decent. Um, so I might see Dr. Sleep, but I kind of want to see Countdown too, which is the, the horror movie where there's an mm-hmm. app that tells you when you're going to yes, die. Yes, yeah. And, yeah, and, um, you know, Death, there's an app for that.
1: Because, yeah, that um, one's already out, so it just recently yeah. came out.
0: Yeah, it came out last weekend. Yeah. And And, um, you know, it, it looks like one of those that I probably could wait until it's on streaming. Yes. Because it doesn't look, you know, wonderful. But at the same time, it does look like it'd be fun. Um, and Doctor Sleep, I like the book. But there were times in the book where I felt that it was, it took itself too seriously.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like there was very much the weight of this is the sequel to a classic. And I think that it kind of suffered for that a little bit. And sometimes in the trailer I see some of that where I'm afraid that like it's going to play everything way too safe, you know, so as to not screw up our memories of the first one. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be way too much, hey, look, you know, it's another river of blood coming out of the elevator. Look, it's the twins, you know, that <laughs> kind of stuff. Um, which is one reason why I haven't seen, uh, you know, Double Tap in the theater. is because I told you my fear that, you know, it's going to be like, oh, yeah, nut up or shut up, is the same joke. Um, and I think I'm just going to wait, you know, because <laughs> I, I mean, it, that, it could be funny, but I'm not sure I want to pay, you know, 10 bucks, you know, to see it, plus snacks. Anyway. Right,
1: right. Well, I'm surprised you don't, like, uh, have a membership to whatever movie
0: club. that I, I do. As a matter of fact, oh, okay. um, the next time I go, because uh, I go to generally, um, like, I go to the one in on Zebulon in Macon. And uh, whenever I go to those theaters, I earn points. So the next what... time I go, I actually get $10 off.
1: Well, what franchise is that one? What are they? Um,
0: I think it's an AMC.
1: Well. Okay. See, it sounds almost like you, you're not using your headset, because when you type on the computer, I can hear it as it's if... It's an Amstar. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, well, I mean, I'm wearing the damn headset. I hear you through my, my headset.
1: Maybe you're not, your audio isn't coming through the headset audio, but your laptop audio. Because <laughs> otherwise I wouldn't be hearing your click-clicking the way, way it hear goes that? through. Nope.
0: Because right, I'm tapping the micro microphone.
1: Nope, not hearing it at all. So I think you know you have it where the audio is still. Um, oh, I and mean, the- I don't have it set as anything. I just plug in the damn thing. Oh lord. Anyway, yeah, you can uh, you can switch where the audio source is. So there was a headline recently. I'm um, not done. Oh, fine, keep <laughs> the next talking. The time
0: I go to the theater, I get ten dollars <laughs> off. So I can either get into the movie for free or sometimes I just like, you know, let me just pay for the ticket. And then I take the $10 off my snacks Mm -hmm. because I get a large Icy and then sometimes a piece of candy. And that's worth that. That costs more than the ticket.
1: Well, see, with with um, AMC, with the A-list, you know, you pay the $21 for the month and you get to see up to three movies a week any movie anytime so if you want to see the same movie three times in the week you can see it and you get upgrades on all of your. so like if you buy like a medium drink they're going to automatically right. upgrade it to a large yeah i um, get those
0: things too and they, then i right. do like, still you can get a large for the same well price. and i still mm-hmm. earn
1: points so in addition to that you earn points on the your subscription so the 20 dollars you pay in every month you earn points off of that and then if you use and you know if you buy anything else that's point. So more than more often than not, what would happen is that when Gwen and I would go to the movie with certain frequency, at least once a month, her ticket was gonna be free. <laughs> so um but I, I do like I'm not giving up my A list yet. Yeah. Because I still like to have the option even if I don't use it. Well, because it's like, you know, it's one of those use it or lose it kind of things. I, uh, last year I had subscribed to uh, Zapier. It's, you know, online software, an app that connects all of your other apps. Well, I decided I didn't want to pay for it anymore because I wasn't really using it. So I let it lapse this year. And then I wrote to them this week and said, you know, well, I realized that maybe I do in fact need it. Uh, or would like to use it again is it possible for me to just renew at the price that i was on and they were like they were like no <laughs> cuz normally yeah. most companies will like say well even if they say no they're like well we can at least give you a couple months at this rate no they straight up were like no because i'm yeah. not paying i think it's almost if it's like 15 or 20 something dollars a month for it i'm like i don't need that kind of um you know, I'm I don't use it that much for it to, to cost me that much, so right. yeah, I'm just kind of bummed about that. But yeah, use it or you lose it. Uh, there is an article today on Forbes that says, um, "Can Fantastic Beasts Three avoid the franchise fatigue that doomed Divergent, Dark Phoenix, and Terminator Dark Fate?" You
0: see, I, I'm not sure that in those cases it was franchise fatigue so much as it was i mean divergent I mean, look i read the books yeah, i, I the watched a couple them. movies yeah and they they weren't as good as the hunger games they weren't mm-hmm. and i think the thing with the the uh, terminator is was there anybody on the planet asking for another terminator movie? right now i don't no. think there was and the fact that you roll out you know um Linda Hamilton and that you you know you you dig up Arnold Schwarzenegger it doesn't mean that we're going to get excited about it if we didn't want to see it in the first place
1: well yeah I mean I honestly I think I stopped watching it after the second one
0: <laughs> or something yeah I haven't so, seen one since the second movie either yeah and I'm like yeah I'm good <laughs> like, like a dozen of them I think you know yeah
1: there was yeah there's been more and it's kind of almost like um with Rambo or whatever it's like no I'm good with the first maybe two or so I didn't need I don't need any more. Yeah. Um but yeah, I like I actually enjoyed Dark Phoenix because I wasn't like even though it's a Marvel movie, I wasn't it was to me a lesser Marvel movie, not the mainstream Marvel movies. So I my expectation for that was very different. But with the Fantastic Beasts, uh, I don't think it's franchise fatigue either. I mean, nah. hell, Universal Studios still has harry potter world basically and they still keep adding to it so i think it's in some of these cases it has more to do with the the story writing (laughs) right um than it does with the franchise itself i mean hell people could argue well why is there so many star wars or star treks and it's like no because again there's stories to tell but if they're not done right they're just not done right
0: so yeah i mean i think that the second because i love the The main characters in um, the Magical Beast mm-hmm. movies.
1: Fantastic! I think,
0: the, yeah, Fantastic <laughs> Beasts. I think the second movie was it just wasn't as much fun. Right, right. Um, I think it was a little grim, mm-hmm. and I think some of the choices they made with some of the characters was not what people wanted to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's it. By the way, I'm I'm in my sound options. Right? <laughs> yeah. So choose your output device. It says speakers, headphones. Okay. Right? And then I see the, the device properties volume. Every time you talk, it does something, right? Mm-hmm. And then I see input. Choose your input device. And it says microphone, real tech, audio.
1: So I'm thinking it's the real tech audio. All
0: right. Because I can click on that, but that's the only option. Microphone, real tech, audio.
1: Okay. So did you uh, click on that option? Device
0: properties. Yeah. It says my volume is at forty six.
1: Yeah, I mean your volume is fine. Like I said, it just sounds like in a sense that when you're talking, you're talking through the computer. I don't know.
0: Whatever. Do I sound louder now?
1: No. Try doing something on your, your um keyboard to see if I hear it. I'm still here. I don't know. I'll have to figure <laughs> it out some other time. It's just weird. <laughs> so yeah I mean for those who don't already know I think we said it earlier we're try I was trying to use Skype because I've had this yeah. recordings um this program for it for years um back in the day it was actually one that came with both both recorders for Skype and FaceTime and then the FaceTime one doesn't work anymore but this one anytime I'm on a Skype call, which I have a Skype number that I use for business as well. And so there are times if I just don't want to deal with um, picking up the phone, I just use Skype and call. Uh, So it just, auto I have it set to automatically record. And I was reading some other stuff about, you know, doing the podcast and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to try it again just to see if maybe the sound quality would be better using
0: Skype. So and uh, the reason why I was able to get it up and running so fast is it occurred to me, I was like, you know what, I bet this this laptop I bought, I bet it has Skype on it. And so I looked and it did. did mm-hmm. And I could log in with my Microsoft account, which is what I log in at the laptop in with anyway. Right. And uh, so it was like 20 seconds and I was up.
1: Yeah, just like I said, it's just weird. The the volume to me seems a bit weird, but.
0: Yeah. So I wanted to talk a little bit about TI. Well, not um, Texas Instruments, right? Yes, but TI the rapper.
1: Yes, I am. Um, oh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> ahead. So you know, I'm familiar with TI mm-hmm. now, having watched my Rhythm and Flow series, right? And um, <laughs> so I, and on one hand, I'm not surprised to hear this. On the other hand, I'm kind of creeped out. I'm creeped out. That I'm creeped out. Yeah. So he uh, he revealed this week that he goes with his daughter every year apparently on her birthday right he sticks a post-it note on like her bathroom mirror it mm-hmm. says you know like tomorrow you know you know gyno appointment <laughs> right so he takes her to the gynecologist to make sure that her hymen is still intact
1: yeah that sounds just so barbaric but yeah. okay and so
0: she's almost 18 Right. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently, because I, I didn't realize this, but T.I. has like some sort of reality show he's on. Oh, does he? <laughs> yes. And, okay. Uh, apparently on that one, he has a 15-year-old son who's sexually active. Right. They've talked about it on the Okay. Track. So that
1: makes it even worse, the double standard.
0: Right. So it's it's because, you know, she's his little girl. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, one of the things that it, in order for her to keep getting all the perks of being, you know, T.I.'s daughter you know, that that she has to maintain her virginity. Okay, that, and, I, um, it's so, so many levels of not right, but okay. So when he takes her to the doctor, of course, you know, the doctor always says, you know, he's not supposed to really tell T.I., right? And so T.I.'s daughter always has to, you know, sign something saying that the doctor can discuss this with him. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> because he says every time when the doctor says, You know, well, if she doesn't want me to discuss it with you, you know, I don't have to. Because, she knows she's 18 now, right? And um, T.I. says he looks at her and says, you know, if there's anything I should know that I would think she would have already told me by now. Right? Mm -hmm. And then then, uh, the doctor, he says, always tells him there's many reasons why a woman's hymen could be broken. Right? Mm -hmm. She she might ride horses. Right. Right? Sometimes it could be broken by, you know, using... um, you know tampons,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? All these different things, and uh, and he says, "Well, she don't ride no horses, right?" And she uses pads. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> and all this stuff, and it's like it's like the level of interest he has in her hymen. It just seems odd. Well, I mean, I mean, I, can, look, I can understand you wanting your your to be. I can understand being somewhat protective of your child. You know, but there's a point at which there's that's too much.
1: Well, I mean, considering that he has children also named Messiah and Ya Majesty, um, this says a lot about Ti. I I, I Your honestly Ya Majesty. So <laughs> I um <laughs> I saw like I I you know on my eNews app. I had seen something about T.I., but in general, I don't really care until right. I saw like another article pop up and it was saying all these other, you know, celebrities were commenting on T.I.'s, whatever his statement was. So That's I was right. like, OK, I'm curious at that point. You know, I was like, well, what? why is everybody talking about T.I.? <laughs> so yeah. then I saw it and I, I mean, I, I just looked at the headline and it was enough for me <laughs> because I was like, for one, To make something like that public, I mean, how much do you really care about your daughter?
0: I'm sure she's really thrilled to know. Absolutely.
1: But I mean, and for you to add in the stuff about the son being sexually active, I'm like, this, your parenting skills are really being called into question here when you have someone who, I mean, your 15 year old son should not be sexually active. But even still, why is it that your daughter can't make that same choice? And why is it that you feel like you need to be there to see if her hymen is intact? It sounds like something archaic,
0: to be honest. Well, and I know that um, I was reading something. I don't don't remember if it's in the article that I linked to in the uh, program guide or not. But apparently on on an episode of his show, he Mm -hmm. was talking about his wife. And they were having a conversation about sometimes, you know, women will withhold sexual favors. (laughs) <laughs> for whatever reason, right? And he said that that's, that's not allowed in his house. Right? Because he says, you know, when you get married, everything is 50-50. And that means that 50% of her little sex box is his. Oh, right? So you don't you don't get to put, you know, limits on things like that, right? Cuz okay. half of that is his. Okay. Just like half of his junk is hers. Right? And I was like, hmm.
1: Well, I mean, it's. An, I don't it's...
0: think that's the. First of all, I think he's misunderstanding marital property, which is the the property you have when you enter the marriage is still yours. Mm hmm. <laughs> right. Now, if she gained a vagina while they were married, then, yeah, 50 percent <laughs> his. Right. But I'm pretty sure that vagina is is hurt. But
1: even still, it is a very old school way of thinking. It's almost like saying that the wife has to be subservient. So regardless of what the wife wants, if he wants to, oh, we're going to have sex now, you got to stop what you're doing and just do what he says. No, I don't think so. This is not 1950. This is not whatever. It's that's just not the way it works. But what's disappointing as well is that individuals like this because of fame, you get to see the crazy of people. And it's like someone like that, I would not necessarily want to be famous. You know, it's like I don't you showing me this side of you makes me completely like, no, I'm not at all interested in anything that you do. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, And I mean, you know, he is Unfortunately, we're born in the same We were born in the same year But he was born here in Atlanta And Yeah, I mean, it, it was just It's just disheartening It's sad to think that there are still These types of views out there By men
0: That, well, it, you know It, it kind of okay. reminded me of Like in 2015, uh, DJ Khalid mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying right. it right Khalid mm-hmm. or whatever I remember he came out and said that, you know, he doesn't do oral sex on women. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Cause, you know, this is, just it.
1: happens in com- casual conversation that people are just talking about this. But, yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. I, yeah and I don't know why he was being asked about this. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, he said there are different rules for men. Right. So I'm actually looking this up. Okay. A woman a woman should praise the man, the king. If you're holding it down for your woman, I feel like the woman should praise and a man should praise the queen. But, you know, my way of praising is called, ha-ha, how was dinner? You like the house you're living in? You like all them clothes you getting? He adds, I'm taking care of your family. I'm taking care of my family. You know, I'm putting in the work. The interviewer then asked, so you're saying you don't go down? Nah, never. Because, By again, that's lies. the
1: next question to ask, but okay. Yeah.
0: Saying, I don't do that several times saying it wouldn't be okay for a woman to refuse to perform oral sex on a man because men are Kings. You got to understand we, the King, there's some things that y'all might not want to do, but it got to get done. Mm. I just can't do what you want me to do. I just can't that. No.
1: And these are the individuals that we put up on pedestals and we buy their music and we we buy into their way of thinking. We perpetuate this. I mean, it just, it's, it's maddening. It really is.
0: Yeah. I mean, hey.
1: it's just not okay.
0: Oh, but The Rock replied to that. This is great. Okay. <laughs> he tweeted a picture of DJ Khaled, right? And he says, um, a hymn clears throat. As a man, I take great pride in mastering all performances. <laughs> this is probably a little TMI. I will now quietly excuse myself from this fun thread. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> wow, Dwayne Johnson. Absolutely. The show.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> but, but yeah, T.I. Yeah. T.I. gave us T.M.I.
1: Yes, he did. He yeah. he now epitomizes what T.M.I. is. And again, he has so little respect for his daughter that this is something that yeah. he would put out there. It's just, yeah. I mean, it's just, it's not okay.
0: Well, I mean, and I, I just, it. I mean, you would think it's got to just drive her nuts. I would think so. I mean... Talk about being so controlled. Ugh. I, 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 no. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, you know, I don't know. Again, I can understand being concerned about your daughter, but it seems like that's when you would make sure that she understands, you know, how to be safe, mm-hmm. how to make, uh, you know, the right kind of choices, um, that kind of thing. no yeah. Not check it,
1: checking your hymen. Well, that and for it to be also a, a condition of what you get from your famous father. You right. know, it's like, oh, you need to, to have an intact hymen, so I will continue to pay or support your lifestyle. It's like, yeah, see, no, no.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, he's controlling his child, so it just, I mean, it's unhealthy on so many levels. Because she, yeah. it's like, when does she get to think for herself, do for herself, you know? it uh, no i i can't and again to think that there are still individuals in this world that have this very old and very awful (laughs) view of of things that you know women are less than um and that's not that's not the case i mean hell in a a lot of cases women are the one who have to hold down the fort (laughs) so i mean no no so I, well, I hate that we spent so much time talking about this person who it's of very little value, but.
0: Um, that, that does remind me of one thing I want to talk about with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I strongly feel that there needs to be a sex edu- education class at really the middle school, but definitely, if not in the middle school, at the high school. I had and it I in mean,
1: elementary. We learned about, you know, the yeah. sexual Process um, right, but
0: no, I'm talking about like a class that is just. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, consistent. I agree. Because you know, sometimes kids know that they can ask me things. right Yeah, we.
1: I had it in um health class in high school. I remember taking it. I think it was my ninth grade year. We covered okay.
0: that. Okay. So, uh, like, just this semester, right? Just this week, in fact, I had uh, several girls come up to me and they said, "Miss Reese, can we ask you something?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay." And they said, it's like sex stuff. And I was like, well, you can ask it. I can't guarantee you I'm going to answer it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Depending on what it is, right? And um, and they said, and they like lower their voice. And she says, it's about anal stuff. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. Right. And she says, so like, you know, like when a, when a guy like nuts inside a girl, I said, yeah, she says, so if it's like in, in like their butt, she said, is that, does that make you thick? I said, thick. Yeah, I said no, no, and she says really because somebody told me that's what makes you thick, and I said no.
1: Makes you You thick in what way? Like a thick. I guess like you know your
0: it makes your butt big.
1: Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. No,
0: I said no. It doesn't. No. (laughs) And she says, but you can't get pregnant that way, right? I said, well, no, but I said, but you got to keep in mind. I said that if any semen were to leak. Or run from there mm-hmm. and get up inside of you. I said it's possible that you could, but you wouldn't get set get pregnant from the anal sex. You'd get pregnant from, you know, the the sea bitch, right? <laughs>
2: from the sea bitch.
0: Uh, yeah, and so they're like, okay, so they, they that was that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I mean, they just ask me these kind of questions. I had a guy ask me a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, Miss Reese, this guy ask you something. That's they, they, you always know it's going to be something good. Yes. Like yeah right? I'm like, yeah, he said. So like when when a man's like like kissing like a woman's kitty, right? Mm-hmm. I said yeah. He said, D- was, "Does that make like your hair, your, like the your hair on your face, grow thicker?"
1: What is it with <laughs> with the thick? I mean, yeah. not like I the said, whole uh, things growing seems weird,
0: but but, but they but they they don't know, right? They, they right? Yeah, know. yeah. And I told him I said no, and he says really? He said, so like it doesn't make you like get a beard, and I was like no. So it has no con- connection at all. I said, you know, at most, I said, one of the things that happens when you go through puberty, mm-hmm. right, is that you get hormones. There all these kind of things. So I said, that typically is when, you know, boys start to produce body hair
2: mm-hmm.
0: in larger amounts. I said, and sometimes that is accompanied by sexual activity, but it's not the sexual activity itself making you get facial hair. Right.
1: <laughs> well I mean and it's you say that and it's funny but it's you know obviously know. also sad because I think even back to my learning about sex and all that all of that stuff my education of, around it came from school yeah my mom was you know like even when I got my first period and all that kind of stuff I remember when I got my first period I was playing cards with my brother in the living room went mm-hmm. to the bathroom and was like hmm went upstairs my mom was in her bedroom and I told her my period started and she's like, oh, OK, well, there's some some pads over there. And that was the extent <laughs> of the discussion, because she was like, well, you learned the stuff in school. And right. I mean, you know, and then on top of that, there was that whole being in a Christian family. And so the, you couldn't even really think about sex because you weren't supposed to have sex anyway. Right. So but yeah, if it wasn't for me learning in school the you know the kind of the do's and the don'ts or what to expect or certainly the the things that you can (laughs) you can contract sexually um and i know that there are parents out there who don't want it taught in schools yes but it's like they're obviously not going to learn it from you so you know i mean there's so much it's it it, it's frustrating and i'm sure for you as a teacher as well where it's like where is that line you know am i your child's babysitter Am I supposed to be a disciplinarian? Am I, you know, and it's, it's, it's this weird conscious walking of a very tight rope as to the things that, you know, because it varies by parent to parent. So again, you know, there are parents who don't want their kids to learn about it. But I remember when we were being introduced to it, um, certainly, I I don't know if it was in all of the cases, but elementary school, I remember we had to have our parents sign off on it. And for the people who weren't allowed to, they just went to a different classroom, um,
0: but I remember, you know, when we did it, it was it was one day, mm-hmm. and they separated the boys and girls. yep, I got something se- again
1: separated as well.
0: yeah, and they like explained what your body parts were mm-hmm. briefly. And then they like told us a whole bunch about STDs. yep, and um, and it's like, but kids, I mean, kids need to know more than that. I mean, they need a safe place where they can ask stupid questions about kissing ladies' kitties, you know? yeah, yeah. um, You know, in a way, I mean, I'm I'm glad that they feel like they can ask me. On the other hand, I'm like, this is probably not a conversation I should have with you. But then again, who's going to have it with you?
1: Right, because, Um, (laughs) you know, on the flip side of that, too, is as children, the vast majority of your life is in school. (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah. you know, yeah. wouldn't it make sense that you find out about this stuff? Because like, even something and it's not tied to sex. But I remember in high school, I was I took a marketing class. And in that class, the teacher was like, you know what, we're gonna do a week or two or whatever, just on life skills. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to teach you how to balance a checkbook. I'm going to teach you how to fill out a 1040. I'm going to teach you how to, um, you know, these, these, like these, I think, get a passport, those types of things that where the hell else are you going to find out if you're a child or whatever? And I mean, the fact that to this day, I remember that class and was appreciative of having a teacher take the time to say, you know what, this is important. You're not going to get this information probably anywhere else. Um and so yeah, I mean, I'm certainly grateful and, for the education I got at Rockdale. It's very different now, <laughs> yeah. but I got the exposure to things that I needed to get exposure to. Um, you know, and minus I was,
0: huh? I was just gonna say I would love to take time to do that, mm-hmm. but now you know it's like I I have to teach to certain standards. Mm-hmm. I have to have them posted every day, and I have to be so like they came in and observed me today. And they ha- I had to be able to, sh- to sh- demonstrate that what I'm teaching is related to my standards. Right. So, you know, unfortunately, I'd, I'd love to take a week to teach life skills because I think they didn't know it. But none of that is in my ELA standards. <laughs> and so I really can't teach it. Yeah, and which I'm, is
1: frustrating. Because, I mean, obviously, yeah. I was in high school in the 90s, so things have drastically changed with with education and things you can and can't do but again i where else was i gonna do it and certainly now now with the in the u.s people work all the freaking time so if your child is in school they get home you get home you maybe cook whatever you're tired you leave the kid is watching tv blah blah blah. where are they getting this information otherwise um you know i my 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 niece i know that sometimes you know she's like on on youtube that's her place she likes to go to youtube and i'm like it's not youtube's job to educate your child on life skills yeah and i do think like i said for me personally i do believe it's something that needs to be taught in school because the child oh, yeah. is always there, <laughs> so yeah.
0: you know and, where else are they going to find out? <laughs> and with the sex ed, I think I think it doesn't need to be, you know, oh, we're going to do a day. We're going to. I think it needs to be a course. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and you know, it, it needs to teach. And this is the part people wouldn't like because you know they want you to teach them to to the bare minimum. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it needs to discuss different types of sexuality, Yep. different ways of expressing yourself with your partner consensually. What does it, what does consent mean? Mm -hmm. What does it look like? You know, if she doesn't say no, does that mean she's saying yes? Um, All of those kind of things. You know, what if, what if I'm, you know, what if I think I maybe am attracted to people of the same gender? Mm -hmm. You know, what if, Um, you know, I'm attracted to men, but every time I fantasize, I, in my head, I pretend I'm a woman. Does that mean I want to be a woman or does it mean I just have fantasies? Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know what I mean? I mean, these are the kind of things that teenagers, they don't know.
1: No, they don't.
0: I mean, a lot of adults don't know.
1: And, I mean, to be honest, you know, it's great. Now there's technology. I mean, you know, back in our day, it was like the advent, for me anyway, the advent of the internet and stuff like that. It's, I mean, I would literally have to go find it in a book because I wasn't going to find it online. Now you pick up your phone or whatever your device is, you can learn anything you want (laughs) by Googling it. But it, you know.
0: Sometimes it creates like weird. It does. It does. Because even in my day, I mean, I was exposed to porn early. Mm Mm-hmm. And I remember that and reading books and stuff, but it gave me a, 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 a not accurate view of sex. Right, very um, true. You know, it made most of the time in films and in books, it seems like the woman has an orgasm every time, and it's mostly from intercourse, which, of course, in real life is not the case.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And I remember um, my first lover. Uh, I actually, I actually sent her a Facebook message and apologized recently. (laughs) I said, I would just like to apologize to you for being what I think is probably a crappy lover at the Mm -hmm. time, because um, I didn't understand about the clitoris. Right. And I know that seems stupid, but when I would read about it, it didn't really tell me where it was or what it was for. And so I, I actually thought you know, when I was like four, 15, 16, that it was like another name for the vagina
2: maybe? Mm-hmm.
0: Right? <laughs> I mean, they would talk about, you know, oh, she, you know, he touched her clitoris, but they didn't say, what, what the hell's the clitoris? Right. Because when, when, it, when they would show me those, you know, sex ed pictures, it was like, oh, here's the, you know, the labia, here's the, you know, the, you know. <laughs> but they didn't really say, oh, here's the clitoris. This is, you know, you need to, you know, do something with this. Um, and so... You know, I, I was like, you know, I spent so much time, you know, with her vagina <laughs> <laughs> and didn't really do anything else around there, you know? And, um, and of course she, she, she thought it was hilarious that I was, you know, this was, you know, like 30 years ago. Um, but she was like, no, 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 it was fine. We were kids, you know, she says, no harm, no foul, at least on my end. And, uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. But, um, but yeah, I, no, I, I mean,
1: mean- I think well, and I mean again, I realize that when it comes to something like sex education, people very much have very strong opinions of it because it's like if you're of a Christian orientation, then you don't necessarily want too much of the specifics given. But it's like might
0: encourage them to try it
1: exactly. Like I mean, I remember. So my first partner was the person I ultimately married, and I think that was just a. sorry for the French, a mind fuck Because not only did I feel like I wasn't supposed to have sex, because, you know, Christians don't do that before they get married. Because of having sex with that person, there was so much emotional stuff tied to it, and yeah. so much I did not understand, that I felt like I ultimately had to marry that person. Um, yeah. I mean, I loved him, don't get me wrong or anything, but I honestly felt like, well, I already gave it up to this person, and... I mean, there's there's still so much about my growing up that I'm like, oh, if only I had known better or was taught something or, you know, not, not look at it from a place of fear, um, I would have maybe made a different uh, decision, you know, a different choice. I mean, again, obviously our hormones when we're in our teens are, you know, makes it so some things you just can't even think. But... um I hated that for me, my experience with, for the first time was so marred in, you know, oh my gosh, I'm now no longer a virgin. Does God hate me or what does this really mean? And, you know, it just, it's, it's a lot. It really is a lot. And so for, for the schools to not be able to talk about something this important, (laughs) um is unfortunate and not just from the standpoint of you can get this 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 um disease or whatever it's to say that emotionally it can take a toll and i mean it's understanding all sides of sexual activity you know yeah. what can happen physically emotionally all of that here are things that you can do to help prevent you know um disease or pregnancy whatever and for them to ultimately pose it in a way that it's not that they're preaching at the child or the person right. but to say here are the facts Yeah, that's it and then I do like and because they did allow where we could um, ask questions I remember I think it was even in elementary school we could ask questions and they're like if you don't feel comfortable saying anything out loud write it down yeah. and you know that kind of thing because yeah where else are they going to find out
0: well, yeah, I remember. Uh, they even know they need to know stuff about masturbation. Um, I remember you know, the first time. i the, what this is way too much information. I guess when I first <laughs> you've already opened that door. <laughs> right, when I first started masturbating, uh, the, for several months I did not allow myself to ejaculate, and the reason why was because I had read so many things about how girls the first time they had sex that it was sometimes painful for them mm-hmm. and that they would bleed. And so I thought, would that happen to me, right? Oh. I didn't know. And so I was afraid to actually orgasm because I was like, what if it hurts? Or what if, you know, I'm going to bleed? What if, what if, you know, my parents, they're, they're going to know, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Somehow they'll know. And, um, and, you know, and so I was, you know, obviously I enjoyed it. But I was afraid of what would happen because I didn't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, I mean, that's just the kind of stupid shit that kids, you know... Might wonder. I well, yeah, because like I know I, when I was that age, I wondered all kinds of stupid things.
1: Well, I mean, I remember too, obviously, in some cases where you only really get the exposure from seeing it on TV or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, where I thought, well, my first time, well, then, oh my gosh, I'm going to be bleeding all over the place, right? You right. know, because that you know, they say, oh, when it's broken, then and I didn't I didn't really have that happen. So I was like that's weird. But yeah, I mean yeah. these just silly things that really could have been prevented <laughs> by having someone of some authority provide the it, the facts of of, you know, the the whole process. So yeah, yeah. I, I just think uh, I think it's ridiculous that you don't learn about it as a standard in school. Because again, where else as a child are you going to learn it?
0: Yeah. Because you you don't you don't want to just set them loose on the internet. I think nope. that's what most people do. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> you know, because there is some good information on the internet, but if you type in, you know, how do I masturbate? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you, the most sites that come up are not going to be, uh, you know, the Mayo Clinic. Right. It's going right. to be. <laughs> it's going to be all kinds. Yeah,
1: it's of not things. curated in the way you <laughs> would think when <laughs> when someone types in questions like that. Right. No. Mm-mm. Right. So yeah, I mean and what's funny to me too is that I've had um, basically sexual partners and I you know literally have had a handful um, who their and idea some of them of,
0: were more than a handful in blank. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but that their their in the way they viewed sex was definitely from a porn driven way of yeah. looking at it and i'm like you know i Kay and i have joked about it in the past where it's like when they show people having sex in the showers like hell no it don't work that way
2: you yeah, it's, know? Not really
1: it's like you know that's quite literally one of the last places i would even want to do it or better yet a pool i'm sure not doing it in the pool so <laughs> but i mean again it's yeah. like you see all this stuff or that you know for guys or whatever females too are thinking that well this is what sex is supposed to be like and yeah. it's like no 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 <laughs> so so yeah Um, and this kind of leads into I know we're well we're not really running on time normally re- apparently our show runs for 90 minutes but <laughs> we, I wanted to talk about we had you and I had a conversation this week about hmm how do you want to phrase it
0: um, <laughs> well, I, be- I guess the easiest way to to, to point it out is, is that at some point we were having a discussion and I mentioned how, when I mentioned the, the great melting pot that we used to talk about in terms of America, that the kids have never heard that, right? They don't know anything about it. And I was trying to explain to them that, you know, it used to be this theory that, You know, everybody who came here, everybody's culture all went into the same pot and it was like new spices. Mm -hmm. Right. And it kind of mixed all together and we became, you know, the great, you know, soup of America.
1: Right. And I still buy into that ideology. I think of America as that melting pot. Right. But you're saying that apparently now that is not what's being taught.
0: (laughs) No, no. we, We don't teach that. We don't teach that everybody comes here and they, we all get mixed together, and in that something. we're
1: inclusive of people's of their heritage, right. heritages, and all that stuff. You're saying that now. What is what is being taught?
0: Well, we, we we're supposed to teach that everybody is diverse, mm-hmm. and so you know, if you come here from Sweden, right, you maintain your Swedish heritage and your Swedish culture, and you live alongside. People who maybe have a Hispanic heritage and culture, and they live alongside someone with a Jamaican heritage and Mm -hmm. culture. But you're all your individual, you know, heritages.
1: So it's you're not saying, like, it's not right? Like you're
0: getting mixed together. And
1: see, for me, like I know some people might think, oh well, if you're mixed together, you're losing something. I mean, you're gonna lose in any situation something. Right. I always thought of the melting pot being that I could take pieces of the heritage that I knew. So especially yes. for someone who has moved here or migrated here, um, that you could still maintain that piece of your identity, and that it wasn't going to be an either or. It was going to be a, oh, this is now my American tradition or my, you know, so I, I still believe in that melting pot. And I feel like that that is is very inclusive because it's, it's promoting people coming into the country. Um, I feel like almost the turn to diversity is a Trump like view for me. Because it's yeah. it's very like no you are Hispanic American right no you are Jamaican American it's like no I'm I'm just an American I'm cool you
0: know um, that's like and and I, I, maybe maybe some people disagree with me but I find that a lot of the cultural appropriation stuff to be a little disturbing mm-hmm. because when I used to think of the melting pot and maybe this is coming from the perspective of a white person okay. But when I used to think of the melting pot, would be that all of our different you know cultures came together into this pot and spices. Mm-hmm. And so, as a for instance, a musical artist, you might not just draw upon you know country and western music, but mm-hmm. if you found something cool in Indian music, it was or, you in, would infuse
1: you it into. You could use yeah, it, yeah
0: yeah, and maybe sometimes you would do that with fashions. Mm-hmm. Maybe some fashions you might you might wear an outfit that contains elements of various you know cultures
1: yeah because for but me now, like I my if
0: you do that i mean even somebody like um bruno mars mm-hmm. gets accused of cultural appropriation i mean you've heard that right that people a lot of people say that he's you know because he's not black mm-hmm. but he's he's trying to pass himself off as a yeah well person. i mean yeah
1: i i don't <laughs> i i like, feel a specific no, way about that, that. yeah
0: I mean, I, I just think that – I think sometimes when you say – for instance, when you say "Oh, nobody can wear something that is considered a Native American outfit, right? mm mm-hmm. Some of it's presentation, okay? I get that, right? But I think there's a dangerous line when you say only somebody can do this. It's, it's, and I see this in fiction writing sometimes too, this notion that um, – You know, me as a as a white author should not write a book with a black man character because I don't understand it. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Well, you know, I also have never been a woman. Right. But I I think that I can write female characters because they're human beings.
1: Right, right. Well, and for me, like my 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 national pride is tied to the fact that we're a country of so many different nationalities so for me that is my american national pride i get emotional and stuff when i think about the fact that we're you know still the what is it catering to the individuals who's the hungry what is it Yeah, Um, masses burn. Uh, Anyway, I totally forgot it. But
0: you're hungry. Yeah, 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 you're tired masses
1: yearning to break free. I'm like, I still I feel like I always have. And I mean, again, maybe I'm just being a very Pollyanna type of person about it. But with being an American, and I mean, you know, I was born here in the States, my childhood was in Jamaica, both my parents are from Jamaica, they're American citizens. What I loved about being an American was that I didn't have to choose. I didn't have to say, well, I'm an American, so Jama- my Jamaican-, Jamaican heritage had to take a back seat. I
0: right. feel
1: like that is the unique flavor of America because we were built on that. Um, yeah. Because we're built on people coming in from other places. So when we're in a, like now in our Trumponian <laughs> era, And it's very much a very, mm, very racist type of view, very, you know, it's the American way, no other way, or it just it it bothers me, because I'm like, I, this is not the America that I was raised to, to believe in or that I wanted to be a part of. And I mean, I'll be honest, there have been times certainly during his presidency. And if we have to see another one of them, I'm like, yeah, I think I might need to move to Canada or something because it's so it's it's disheartening because I'm seeing that there's so many more. Um, instances of violence and racism because recently they're talking on the news about you know there are soccer players who like I think did not play a game because the the fans and yeah. I don't know if it was Yugoslavia or just over on that um, region of the world when people of color play they call them names they spit yeah. at them they and I'm like how is this how is this human You know, I'm like, you're literally, these are the people that are playing on these teams that are, you know, it's entertaining you. And it just, I mean, it bothers me. I try not to think too much about it in general, because it really weighs on me that people can treat other human beings like that. You know, I'm like, there's no place for that. It's not okay. I may not. So I think, you know, Trump buys into the whole belief that maybe, you know, all Muslims must be um criminals or something, or they must all <laughs> be um, these radicals. And I'm like, no, 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 it's that's not a, oh, Muslim equals radical. I'm like, just like in any other place in the world or any other group, they're going to be bad apples. You know, yeah. and I think they said, statistically speaking, when it comes to um, these types of crimes in the US, they're caused by white people. You know when yeah. it comes, yeah, it's like it's not Muslims who are doing it.
0: Yeah,
1: it's it's the white people. Oh, um,
0: I, I I've told kids that before too when they start talking about Muslims, and I I've told them I said you know what who usually causes the most trouble in America? People who like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> middle aged white people. But it's are like, like it's
1: up. it's one of those facts <laughs> that it's like oh yeah no I conveniently don't want to believe that fact. Right. You know it's just I I just. Again, I still very much limit my exposure of what Trump stuff is going on because it it literally raises my my blood pressure. And it makes me really think about where the world is going. Because I'm like, I don't want to be in a world where it's down to classes and, you know, a class system or, or, you know, because of the color of your skin or whatever. It just, I'm like, we're all the human race. I'm fine with that. So I don't have issues like with if there's a Muslim or someone in these, you know, if if there's a Muslim, for example, who is in Congress, I'm not gonna, I'm not thinking this person is is trying to get into Congress so that they can do something bad or nefarious. I just don't. I'm like a lot of these people still buy into that old American dream where it's like you left behind the country that, you know. A terrible place to be, terrible place to live because of the violence and all of that stuff. You risked everything to come to the United States to make a better life for yourself and your family. And I'm like, I would yeah. like to believe that most people still buy into that, but it certainly doesn't feel that way anymore. It's certainly yeah. now with the optics in terms of, you know, Trump's America, it doesn't feel like it's the, the place that is the cultural melting pot. It feels very, that it's diversity, sure, but it's divisive. Yeah. So I, 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 I don't know. I'm, it, it is scary at times when I think about it. And especially when, cause you know, you think about it for the, for years, these, these um really crazy groups, like the, um, the KKK stuff like that, you know, you generally didn't really hear much about them, you know? Yeah. And now it's like, why am I hearing this stuff all the time about there's some rally, there's some whatever, the president's not, you know, condemning people for, it just, I, I'm like, I feel like I'm living in a different universe. Yeah,
0: yeah you know, there are good people on all sides.
1: <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Which is just,
1: uh, it's just disgusting. But yeah, I'm, so I'm going to continue to live in my world of we're a melting pot. And, yeah. you know.
0: And that's what I, I mean, you know, that's what I kind of try to stress to the kids is that even in our classroom, you know, we are, the fact that we have different interests and come from different places, that makes us stronger, Mm -hmm. you know. Um,
1: And I'm not, I'm not stupid enough to not believe in that there's some truth in stereotypes. However, I don't like when people use a stereotype to define the entire group. It's right. like, you know, then, you know, it's kind of the whole, whoa, well, if you're um, Chinese, you must be smart. If you're Indian, you must be, I guess, what, resourceful. I mean, these really, and again, not to say that that's not something that can't be said about those individuals, but to, to say that of all individuals in that group is not fair. Right. So. Yep. 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 <laughs> Very, very um, strange show today. We were kind of all over the place. Yeah, we went all over the place. Yeah, we did.
0: And so you did fine, even though you didn't have anything to talk about.
1: Yes, I did find that there was stuff to talk about.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I guess, you know, next time we can figure out my, my audio settings if you think that this thing you gave me is not working. But I don't
1: know. Okay. That's fine. So have you thought about your clever ending?
0: Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I guess I have.
1: Okay. So well, (laughs) until next time, this is LaToya.
0: And this is Barry. Oh, should I do it now?
1: Well, I mean, of course. I gave, (laughs) I set it up for you. You're just supposed to, yes. (laughs) All
0: right. Fuck. I'm leaving. Bye.
1: Bye.